Hello and welcome to the MLM Student Podcast. My name is Chuck Holmes. I'll be your host today. We're going to have a great episode today. We're going to talk about an under-the-radar MLM company. Why would you want to work with one? What is one? How does it work? What are the benefits? Before we get started, though, as a real quick disclaimer, individual results will vary. Anything I talk to you today about should be taken just for, for entertainment purposes only. When it comes to network marketing, I don't know everything, but there's one thing I do know that I've learned mostly through real, real world experience, and that is you want to join the right company at the right time. What a lot of people do is they don't necessarily join the right company, or if they do find the right company, maybe they join it too late after the momentum has already happened. So let's just get into this real quick. So in our industry, there are really three types of companies. There are established companies, companies that have been around, say, 10 years or longer. There are younger companies, maybe companies that are two to five or six years old or in that range. And then there are the ground floor opportunities. And the ground floor opportunities, these are the companies that are brand spanking new. And when you pick a company, you have a choice. You can work with an established company. You can work with a young company. You can work with a ground floor opportunity. All of these have pros and cons. It's not that one is better than the other. Certain personalities, certain people with certain levels of risk are going to want to work with different types of companies than people who are willing to accept higher levels of risk. It's kind of like investing on the stock market. There are real safe investments. There are high-risk investments, but all investments have some level of risk. When you work with an established company, and once again, this is a company that's been around, say, 5, 10, 15 years. They've worked out all the kinks. They've gone through their major growth. And, of course, they still may be growing. They're stable. They're secure. You don't have to worry about the company shutting its doors, in most cases anyway, in the next couple of years. It's proven that their products are in demand. They pay people on time. They have the infrastructure, the strong financial backing. So those are the benefits of an established company. What are some of the drawbacks? The major two drawbacks of an established company are saturation and reputation. And let's just get into this. When I say saturation, no company in the industry is totally saturated. I mean, there are 7 billion plus people in the world. There's what, maybe a hundred, couple hundred million people in the world who are involved in the industry. So there's lots of opportunity for growth in any company. When I say saturation, what I mean is most people have heard the name of the company. So let's just give you a couple examples of an established MLM company. Amway, New Skin, Herbalife, Forever Living. These companies have all been around 30, 40 years. Everyone's heard of them. They pay on time. They have great products. Not saying they're bad by any means. The second thing is the reputation. And when I say reputation, what I mean is people's preconceived notions about the company, not whether the opportunity is good or bad, but whether what the average person thinks about that company. When you say the name of any of those companies I mentioned, does it give you good vibes or does it give you bad vibes or, or no vibes at all? Next, you have the ground floor opportunities. And the ground floor opportunities, they come with an incredible amount of risk. These are companies that are less than a year old. It's a proven fact that most companies, whether it's in our industry or not in our industry, they don't make it past the one-year mark, let alone the five-year mark. The failure rate in traditional business is very high, no different with a network marketing company. So the benefit 
of a ground floor opportunity is that you can be in on the ground floor. The drawback is that the likelihood of that company lasting is pretty slim. And we have new companies open what feels like every single day in the industry, most of these companies don't make it to the year or the five year mark. So there's a high failure rate with ground floor opportunities. However, if it does become a reputable established company over a period of time, then you really got in at the right time. And when you look at people who are successful in a lot of these older companies, most of them got in early. They weren't necessarily an early adopter, but they got in the company in the first three, four, five, ten years before everybody knew about it. There are a few exceptions to that rule, but not a lot. It's quite common. And then finally, you have young companies. And young companies are what I like. These are companies that have been around at least a couple years. So they've proven they have a business that works. They have a product that's in demand. They can pay the bills. They can pay their reps on time. But they are still unknown in the industry. They're, they're young. They're small. They might be doing 30, 40, 50 million a year or smaller. They might be doing a million or two million a year. My old mindset in the industry for the longest time was to work with established companies. I figured if I joined a company that was 20, 30, 40 years old, I didn't have to worry about the company going under. It was very low risk. They had their problems worked out. Those kinks were worked out. It was a proven commodity. I've also always been very cautious of ground floor opportunities because of the risk involved. Why invest a lot of time into something that is unproven, not knowing whether or not the company is even going to be there in a year or two. So here's the truth. When you look at the companies that are really big in our industry, you will see most of the successful people in that company, they were in the company, they joined the company before it hit that massive growth period. When I look at the people in Amway, when I look at the people in Herbalife, Forever Living, Newskin, once again, great companies. But when I look at their top earners, most of them, not all of them, but most of them got in before the company was huge. I hope this is making sense to people. There's another thing too. A lot of companies that are hot for a short period of time, they fizzle out pretty quickly. I could name probably 10 or 20 different companies that had the hottest biggest, greatest thing over the last 10 years, and very few of them are even still in business anymore. On the flip side of the coin, a lot of these established companies, they've kind of plateaued in the U.S. market, and most of their current growth is coming from the overseas market. The bottom line is there are a lot of great companies to pick from in our industry. There's also some bad ones, but most of them are pretty good. You just have to figure out what level of risk you're willing to take and then match that up with a type of company, either established, ground floor, or a young company that aligns with your risk tolerance, just like an investment. Someone who loves security and fears losing money in an investment, they're going to typically invest in something that's very low risk. Someone who's willing to take a greater risk because of the opportunity of a greater reward, they're willing to buy an investment that has a higher level of risk, but it also has a bigger opportunity. I believe what you're really looking for in our industry is you are looking for a young company that has its act together. That's what I call a diamond in the rough. It's going to be something special. It just hasn't really been discovered yet by a lot of people. So it's not ground floor. It's been in business a couple years. It's worked out most of the kinks. There might still be some growing pains, 
but it's moving in the right direction. The, the ship is going to the promised land and you want to jump in on that company and get involved as quickly as possible before it hits that critical growth phase. And when I say critical growth, most of these big companies by about the time they get to around $100 million or $200 million a year in sales, you've missed the major growth in that company. I'm not saying it won't continue to grow. It will, but it won't grow typically anyway at that same level of rate that it did when it went from a small to a medium-sized company, which is when you want to get involved so that when it does hit that momentum, you can catch that momentum and you can ride it. My big breakthrough in this industry happened when I finally joined a young company. Once again, my first 15, 16, 17 years in the industry were with established older companies. It wasn't until I joined a young company that was under the radar that I really had my big breakthrough. So it's just food for thought. I can't guarantee you're going to succeed or fail in a big company or a small company. It's going to be different for everyone. I have just found that what's worked best for me is to join a company that was young, still unknown, was under the radar, but it had all the all the I's dotted, all the T's crossed, and it was prepared for future growth, and it had its act together. It just wasn't a household name yet. So with that, we covered a lot today about under the radar companies in the MLM industry. Once again, this is just my opinion. We can agree to disagree, and individual results will vary. If you got some value out of this podcast, out of this training, if you got questions for me, feel free to shoot me an email at mrchuckholmes at gmail.com. That's M-R-C-H-U-C-K. H-O-L-M-E-S at gmail.com. You can also go to my blog, onlinemlmcommunity.com. That's onlinemlmcommunity.com. Or you can text me at 443-421-8260. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. I'll see you at the top.